and welcome to the latest episode of the Racing Pod Blast with me, Tony Mack, and Ben Aiken from Narrowing the Field. Welcome along, everybody, and we're double-tracking things this weekend with Cheltenham and Weatherby covered by uh, us here on the Pod Blast. The Paddy Power Gold Cup from Cheltenham being one of the races under our analysis this week. And uh, then we take our usual party bus up to Scotland uh, to close the show out with our ever-popular um, uh, football Trixie battle. Top, middle and bottom. Ben stretching his lead again this week. But uh, racing first as always. And uh, it's the Racing TV handicap chase from Weatherby due off at 1.54. Uh, first race for us today. Uh, welcome along, Ben. And can you start us off with that one? Hey Tony, yep, the uh, 154 Weatherby, no prices up yet for the race, which is a little bit of a pain, but that is what it is. Uh, the two that interest me in this handicap are Let's Go to Vegas and Ern River. Let's Go to Vegas makes her chase debut here. Head straight into open handicap company for her first run over fences. Uh, she does look like one who should kick on to uh, better things over the, the larger obstacles. Um, she's by getaway out of her presenting mare, very much bred for the chasing game. Um, she shows in decent form, I thought, on her first three starts last season. Not quite being up to grade 2 level on our final start at Newbury. I did mark her down as one to keep an eye out for when going chasing this season. I'm kind of half a mind that she might come on for this first run. Uh, Alistair Ralph, Ch- Ralph chasers do generally improve for the first outing over fences, but I do like their chances. Let's go to Vegas. She is one that uh, I'm interested in for this season. And Aaron River, now he's already been out this season. Uh, that was in the old Rowan Chase at Aintree. Um, that race was its way above his pay grade, though, so no surprise to see him well beaten there. Uh, the run will that'll sharpen that nicely, though, uh, and he takes a, a big dip back down in class to Class 3 level here. And he is four wins and a place from six starts at Class 3 level and below, so definitely back in his comfort zone here. He's still relatively unexposed to our fences. He's only had six chase starts. Uh, he's won from one over the Weatherby fences. All his wins have come over trips shorter than two miles six, which he obviously gets here. And this looks an uh, excellent spot, I thought, for Aaron River. So Aaron River is the one that I'm most interested in here at Weatherby. Tony, what have you got? Yeah, I like uh, I like Ern River as well, but I've gone for you betcha from the Jed O'Keefe stable. Um, Craig Nickel in the saddle. Now this was uh, this horse, uh, this eight-year-old was with Paul Nichols between February and April last year, uh, winning a Perth handicap chase over two mile four furlongs. He's won a Cartmel. Uh, a two-mile, fur, five-furlong handicap chase off a four-pound lower mark in May. Uh, an eight-runner race there. Uh, just putting the result up in front of me now. You bet you uh, beating Marshalled, uh, the J.P. McManus-owned Marshall and two-to-one favourite for Ben Haslam uh, by a nose. But in that eight-runner race, uh, the front two came 17 lengths 
ahead of the rest of uh, rest of the the, um, the field there. So that was quite Im- impressive there. Uh, he did um, fall down a, a little bit in back in July uh, in good to soft ground at Cartmel, finishing fifth of ten in a Class Two handicap chase. He drops back down to Class Three here. Uh, you bet, yeah, he goes on soft ground. Uh, two of three career victories have come in Class Three company. So I do like the chances there of uh, you betcha in that one fifty four. Moving on now, two twenty at Cheltenham. We're off to Cheltenham now, uh, Ben, and it's the big one. It's the Paddy Power Gold Cup. Yeah, another cracking a new race in Thorby looks of things. Uh, final decks held up well. And um, at the top of the weights, the real whacker is the highest rated horse in the race since Finian's Rainbow lined up in the 2013 renewal. Mm. Uh, where the real whacker to win, he'd be the first horse rated 160 plus to win the race in the last 26 renewals. He'd only be the second horse rated 157 plus, also in the last 26 renewals. A 31 horses rated 157 plus have lined up in the race in the last 26 renewals, and only Alpha Roth in 2012 for Paul Nichols managed to defy a mark from that same sort of territory that the, the real Wacker is racing off. So far from an easy task for the top weight this year. Uh, keeping on the trends, I've got a trio of race trends for listeners to consider. The last 15 winners of the Paddy Power Gold Cup all passed the following. Uh, all 15 had no more than two previous handicap chase wins. Had previously won over at least two mile, three and a half furlongs, but no further than three mile and half a furlong. And all ran in a class one or class two race last time out. So using those trends as my basis, I'm looking at a short list this year of Unexpected Party, Easy as That and Il Redotto, along, uh, Not Long Till May and Stage Star, not far from my thoughts either. My unexpected Party opened his chase account at the seventh time of asking on seasonal return last time out at Chepstow. A second horse that day, Nappersell, he boosted the form by winning the Grade 2 Rising Stars Novice Chase at Wincanton last weekend. This is only unexpected party's second handicap chase start, so very much unexposed to on handicap chases. His overall handicap form, uh, looking at hurdles and chases, uh, reads first, second, second, First pulled up and a third. That's three wins from six and two places. Uh, the pulled up came in 20 on our Coral Cup. He'd a wind up off the back of that run, so I'd say there were excuses for that effort. Unexpected party, definitely high on my radar for this. Paddy Power, uh, easy as that, disappointed on his final start the last season at Sandown. He had looked very progressive on his two starts prior to that, and he's still very much unexposed. He's only had four chase starts so far. Uh, Venetia Williams doesn't uh, have the best record at his meeting. She is one from 76, 10 places, but there's no denying her yard is absolutely bouncing right now. Um, she also looks a few weeks more forward with her runners than she usually would be this time of year. Since the 8th of November, she's sent out 16 runners, nine of them have won, and three others have placed. So again, her string is bouncing right now. Uh, I'd probably rather lean on her current form than her previous form at this meeting. Um, as I say, I think her yard just looks a lot more forward than it usually is for this time of year. So easy as, easy as that. We can uh, 
keep that form going for the yard. And El Redoto, six points higher than when winning over two mile five on the new track on Trials Day back in January. But he does have the five-point claim of Freddie Gingle in the plate here to reduce his mark down to a, a bit more of a workable level. Also ran fourth in the race last year off a five-pound lower mark. But again, the jockey claim levels off a bit. Uh, Lou wouldn't want the, the ground to dry out much for him, but I think they'll be okay on that score. So El Redoto's kind of in my thoughts as well. But of that three, I'd say Unexpected Party is the one that interests me the most. He gets a bit of a turnaround in the weights with Stage Star and not long till May from their Turners meeting in March. And Harry Skelton never really put Unexpected Party into the race that day anyway. So I think he should have him a little bit closer to the pace this time around. And yeah, Unexpected Party for me, Tony. What have you got? Um, I have uh, Torn and Fred... Um, which uh, I do um, he hasn't been out obviously for 658 days last seen 29th of January 2022 but he is trained by Nigel Twiston Davis knows what he's doing Tom Bellamy in the saddle uh, he was last seen as I say uh, at um, the January, uh, at the end of January, uh, Cheltenham meeting uh, in the Paddy Power uh, Cheltenham uh, sort handicap uh, chase over uh, um yeah, over a two and a half mile, a grade three um, uh, co- uh, contest that was. Uh, and he was winning that as well. First of 10, uh, winning by six lengths. But he hasn't been seen since, unfortunately, off a uh, five pound low mark. Uh, but he's a, he's a course winner. He's also a distance winner. He's solid and consistent when last seen. A big ask, obviously, coming uh, back here. But Nigel Twiston Davis, I do believe, knows what he's doing there. But I do, I do like Torn and Fred at double figure price. And another one at double figure price is Harper's Brook. Ben Paul and Caelan Woods in the plate. Uh, that's uh, on the drift at the moment. That's around 16 to 1 if you get it, uh, it's a gelding by Ask, uh, last seen in on uh, at the end of the season in uh, at the back end of April at Sandown over two and a half miles, finishing second of eight in uh, in a class two novice handicap chase I think he can go on to uh, bigger and better things, he's a distance when he was beaten favourite last time as well uh, beaten four and a half lengths, class two handicap chase, goes well on uh, seasonal debuts as well, he's third of nine, first of twelve and second of eleven when uh, making his seasonal debuts I won't say that thingy thingy fresh bit uh, don't like that and uh, so yeah distance winner beaten favourite last time out Harper's Brook and Torn and Fred for me hopefully I'll have enough on there to uh, possibly win £445 which I need uh, for something to buy Ben what do you reckon <laughs> uh, good luck <laughs> <laughs> never know worth a chance I think that too actually fit, fit the trends quite well is it I think um, yes. from from memory, I had done him torn and free. Is yeah, he does for the trends. He's um, I don't know if Twisting Davies knows totally what he's doing. I think he <laughs> <laughs> nah, joking, uh, joking. He does. He's a good. It trainer. is a like it him. is a tough ask, mate, for a, a top weight mind. Uh, yeah, I, I had those as. Uh, as well, top last top weight to win was Alpha Off, and before that, you have to go back to 2002 when it was the Thomas Pink Gold Cup. Cypher Malta, Martin Pipe, and Barry Gerrity, uh, the real whackers got it all to do. Uh, I mean, we've had sort of four runners since 1997 have carried 12 stone or more, and the Dublin Flyer, Senior Elbert Trudy fell. Uh, Dublin Fly was 7th and 9, Oda Cologne was 9th uh, of 14, Mr Fisher pulled up uh, last year, 12 months ago. Uh, really big ask for the real whacker, and I don't, is he, the real whacker, um, rated higher than Dublin Flyer? I don't think so, no. Yeah, if he wins off top weight, 
Um, he's definitely a goal cup player. If yeah, fair play to him. If, yeah, if, yeah. if he wins off that rating, then yeah, he's he's a damn a damn good horse. If he wins, he defies that mark. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you on, on that one, uh, uh, definitely. But what a what a massive ask. Uh, okay, we uh, we're now up to the um, uh, the next race, which is uh, Ben uh, the two fifty five, the Paddy Power Handicap Hurdle at Cheltenham. Two fifty five. What's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, class two over three miles. Not the easiest race to pick apart, but I settled on a short list of Buddy One Darkon. Mocha Divasi and Judicial Law. Uh, Buddy won, won at Galway last time out over two miles six. Steps up to three miles for the first time here. He finished third in the Martin Pike Purdle at the festival in March, so does seem to handle the track all right. Uh, he is 16 pounds higher now, but he does get the seven-pound claim from his jockey here to reduce that ratings rise a little bit. Uh, assuming he stays the trip at the first time of asking and there is no reason why he won't as he does have plenty of stamina influences in his pedigree and then conditions will likely be favourable for him. Um, looking at buddy one over trips of two mile four and further and off breaks of 20, 21 to 70 days uh, he is two wins and four places from six starts so plenty to like about buddy one's chances. And Mocha Divasi still a maiden over hurdles after 11 starts, but still only a five-year-old, and this is only his fourth start in handicap company. Also worth noting that he spent over half his career in Class 1 races, and he's zero from six, one place at Class 1 level. So must be some hope he can get winning now the looking at a more realistic sort of level for him. It also been some signs of life from the Jane Williams yard in recent weeks, so can see Mocha Devasi, I think his mark of 123 is probably lower than his ceiling. Uh, he will click it sometime, you'd assume. And Judicial Law finished a good second over three mile at Cheltenham mm. at the October meeting. Last time out, put up by yourself. Um, he had cheek pieces on for those last two starts. Stay on for this run. I've seen him banging two clear best efforts. So cheek pieces do seem to... Um, have unlocked something in him. Uh, he also has good form of breaks of 49 days or less and over two mile one and further. Uh, six wins, two places from 10 starts when meeting with those conditions. I think Judicial Law looks a probable player in this one. I don't actually find it all that easy to favour one, one of them over the other from that three. So I'm probably going to do a bit more work on the race, but I'm possibly most interested in Buddy 1 because he, he did run a very very lofty speed figure last time out, uh, again as always based on the, the pro form speed ratings that's what I use for my speed figures um, just as a gauge but it was, a, it was a, a big one and I do think the step up and trip has the potential to bring even more improvement from Buddy 1 so unoriginal there but he is one I find hard to get away from Tony, what have you got? I've got uh, Polish for trainer Fergal O'Brien. It's around 14 to 1. Going for some uh, big prices this week. Uh, rated 1 2 2. Liam Harrison in the saddle. Uh, he was last seen 
he's run twice in um, uh, September. He, uh, he first of all uh, early September Worcester, second of four, beaten ten lengths, and then uh, improved to finish second of six, uh, beaten half a length behind Risk and Roll at five to one uh, on the nineteenth of September when he was last seen over three miles. He's a distance winner. He has uh, a, a touch of second eight as uh, here Ben uh, Polish finished second uh, and his last five starts. Uh, and uh, Fergal O'Brien, um, together with um, Nigel Twiston Davis, which I'm putting up the newest one as well, uh, they both target whether whether or not they sometimes miss um, the the bullseye, but uh, they do t- uh, both of them target this meeting, Fergal O'Brien and uh, Nigel Twiston Davis. So we'll go for Polish, and then also the newest one, um, which is by Oscar. So you won't mind the uh, the soft ground. He was last seen. Uh, finishing third of six, uh, back end of the season in April at Utoxa over just short of three miles on soft ground. Novice hurdle, third of six, beaten eight and three quarter lengths and ran ran well uh, in a couple of novice hurdles. Um, it, chasing hasn't gone to plan, so he's he's back over hurdles. Uh, ran running all right at Chepstow and then at Doncaster in March, finishing second of seven in a uh, class two contest at Doncaster as well. So I think uh, the newest one's a little bit bigger, sixteen to one, and uh, no. Uh, um, polish for uh, Fergal O'Brien at 14 to 1. That's uh, my two in the 255, uh, the Paddy Power uh, handicap hurdle there. And uh, right now, Ben, we are off. We're off. It's the uh, bit of the pod you've all been waiting for. Top, middle, and bottom. Here we go. <laughs> footballers you cannot explain why it just happens chasing a ball around a park wanting one team to win against the other El Mahani right it oh jeezy peeps man that's what he says when he looks at my selections obviously first week selections were a complete and utter fluke from myself uh, Ben what's the latest scores on the Doz yeah, last week, donate one winner, two losers, minus four points. <laughs> Myself, two winners, ah. one, lo- one loser. As I'm still minus zero, nine, two points. Um, Montrose couldn't put away Annan to stop me getting the, the treble. Full, the treble. Mm. Up. Uh, overall totals are now myself plus 13.05, donate. Minus 8.46. Shocking. Uh, you need some big dunk Yeah. Uh, messaging. We'll get one dug out for you. I'll give them a call. <laughs> see if you can give you a G up. But this week, uh, a little bit of a mashup needed because our favourite cup competition. Absolutely. The Challenge, the Challenge Cup is taking place. Uh, according to some sources, its official title this year is the Tonics Caramel Wafer Challenge <laughs> Cup, which I think is probably an appropriate name for it. Um, anyway, it's on this week. So for the top section, we choose from the Scottish Championship or the Scottish Challenge Cup, Caramel Wafer Challenge Cup. Uh, and then the usual, middle Scottish first and bottom Scottish second. My top, middle and bottom this week. Top Scottish Championship for me. Um, oh, no, it's not, is it? I'm in the Tonics Caramel mm, Wafer Challenge cool. Cup. Sorry, um, Dundee United to beat Falkirk at eleven to ten. Uh, Dundee United have been taking the competition seriously so far. Uh, I can't see that changing here. They have more than enough depth to be making 
a strong challenge in this and still keep up their high level in the championship. Ultimately, I just think they'll have too much class for Falkirk. Just uh, Dundee United, they're a better side. Plus, I hear that Dundee United manager Jim Goodwin loves his Tunnock's Caramel Wafers. So he's <laughs> going to be desperate to win the cup. Um, Dundee United for me in this one. Cracking price as well, I thought. 11 out of 10. Middle Scottish first Cove Rangers to beat Stirling Albion at 8-11. to 11. Uh, Two teams heading in the opposite direction here. Cove won their last five. Stirling lost their last four. Cove have tightened up as well at the back. They won their last four, 1-0. Um, they're the form team in the league. Stirling struggling on the road. They've lost five of their seven. They've only managed to score two goals in the process. Doesn't bode well given how tight Cove have become recently. So, Cove Rangers for me in the middle and at the bottom, Scottish second, Stenhouse Muir to beat Stranraer at 11-10. to 10. Stenhouse Muir, best away record in the league so far. They've won four, drew two. Uh, they have only conceded twice on the road. They will also be on a high after beating Peterhead midweek. Stranraer, on the other hand, wobbling quite a bit. They've lost six of the last seven matches. They were... Also drubbed 5-0 by Stenhouse Muir in September. So I will take Stenny to round out my Trixie, which is top Dundee United, middle Cove Rangers, and at the bottom, Stenhouse Muir. Mm. I've got, uh, very quickly, I've got Morton at home to Airdrie in the Scottish Challenge Cup at 31-20. to I've, I, too, have uh, gone for uh, Cove at home to Stirling at 8-11. to and then in the uh, second division, uh, the Bonnie Rig Rose home to Forfar at uh, twenty-three to twenty. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, I'm just uh, laughing at you um, putting them putting them in on the script here uh, yeah, I live as we speak. I, I wonder what was happening there for a minute. Uh, no, so Morton at home to Edry. 31 to 20, Cove at home to Sterling, 8 to 11, Bonnie Rig Rose, home to Four Far at 23 to 20. Many thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Racing Pop Blast. Uh, very best of luck with your betting at Cheltenham and Weatherby. And also wish me luck in my uh, mission to win £445. So I can treat myself uh, at the weekend. Uh, remember, if you're an early riser, you can catch me Shed Up Radio six and nine uh, every week uh, day morning, and you can catch uh, more from Ben uh, and his thoughts at Cheltenham uh, the next week as well. On narrowingthefield.co.uk, narrowingthefield.co.uk. We'll be back next week with the next episode of the Racing Pod Blast. Big thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for your kind comments as well, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Cheers, Ben. Thank you, Johnny. Cheers. Cheers, everybody.